Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Hi, it's Carl Deichler, CEO of Beachbody. And I'm giving away 10,000 free memberships a week to try our amazing Beachbody fitness and nutrition programs. Pick any program and just follow it step by step, like our 21-day fix program or the ab shredding muscle burns fat program. Plus, there's free support in personalized fitness groups with our community of over 2 million members. Now is the time, so don't wait. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Hurry in during Ram Truck Month, where you'll find J.D. Power's number one brand and new vehicle quality in 2021. And right now, get 0% financing for 72 months on the 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star. For 2021 J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Not compatible with any other offer. 0% APR financing for 72 months equals $13.89 per month per 1000 finance for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital regardless of down payment. Not all buyers will qualify. See dealer for details. Offer ends 5222. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Hi, it's Carl Deichler, CEO of Beachbody, and I'm giving away 10,000 free memberships a week to try our amazing Beachbody fitness and nutrition programs. Pick any program and just follow it step by step, like our 21-day fix program or the ab shredding muscle burns fat program. Plus, there's free support in personalized fitness groups with our community of over 2 million members. Now is the time, so don't wait. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Hurry in during Ram Truck Month, where you'll find J.D. Power's number one brand and new vehicle quality in 2021. And right now, get 0% financing for 72 months on the 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star. For 2021 J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Not compatible with any other offer. 0% APR financing for 72 months equals $13.89 per month per 1000 finance for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital regardless of down payment. Not all buyers will qualify. See dealer for details. Offer ends 5222. Dude, you got to check this out. Welcome to Vleeties, ladies and gentlemen. We are here uh, Tuesday night. If you're listening to this on Wednesday, thank you so much for downloading. If you're listening to this on Thursday, thank you so much for downloading. If you're listening to this on Friday, thank you so much for downloading. Just in the future, whenever it happened, thank you so much for downloading. So, Geezy, since you're here, I kind of am excited because we're going to have some Vleeties Plus in a second here because NWA Back for the Attack happened this Saturday. Okay, now you've never watched NWA. Maybe you've heard a clip or two. I watched this. I've seen paper. their music video. I've well, yeah, that is, <laughs> that's another one of those rampage things. When you were like, when I say NWA, and you're like, with Ice Cube, I'm like, oh, no, I'm like, no. The the National Wrestling Alliance hosted their big pay per view this weekend, and it was a big return for them. Now a lot of people were were wondering if the company was going to go belly up. People were wondering if the company was going to just sell out to AEW since Serena Deeb and Thunder Rosa had been wrestling on there for a while. But they, they made it back. They said, we're back for the attack, my friends. <laughs> and this fucking tw- two-hour pay-per-view was riddled with audio issues. And it was just one of those times where... Now, Sonic Geno asked me if I paid for NWA Power. I have not paid the five dollars. Firm no. I have not paid for this NWA power yet. I'm not sure if I'm even gonna do it because of this NWA back for the attack. Now this was a twenty dollar pay per view, Zach. I was very very fucking close to paying for it. I want to support this product. I want to be on that ride with them and be on that journey. But I just kind of looked at it like, you know what? I might not even watch this. It's, the line the lineup is okay. It's a fine lineup. Macho Punk said Vleeties Plus. He's excited for the Vleeties Plus moment that I'm going to bring up in a second here. Yeah, you know what? Let's actually get in the mood for that real quick. Let's switch the display channel off because it really was like 
the best way I can describe this is um, just it's it felt so amateur, Zach. Now you you've you've edited videos and stuff, and we've all made things for YouTube or it, like this is a live pay per view that they're charging twenty dollars <laughs> for, and just some of the things that happened in here, I just found to be so frustrating and so annoying. So I am in Vleeties Plus. For those who are listening, go to Discord. I'm going to bring up my screen uh, on Vleeties Plus. If you're listening on the podcast, uh, if you ever join us live. We, uh, we do what's called Vleeties Plus, which I share my screen. It's not on Twitch. You can't see it on the Twitch replay. But I'm going to play this for people that are in the Discord so they can at least hear it. Um, I just got slapped. And it's only $10 a week. It's only, yeah, it's only $20 one-time fee. It's like NWA. Um, Sonic Gino just said, remember when TNA was $10 a week? Uh, yeah, and I do remember that. That that pay-per-view format that they did $10 a week, what so here's here's the thing, Zach. With pay per views, ten dollars a week is equivalent to roughly forty dollars a month. So uh, I was listening to eighty three weeks with Eric Bischoff, where they were talking about TNA pay per views, where they would have a monthly pay per view and it would only do like eight thousand buys, like eight thousand mm-hmm. only eight thousand people in the United States would buy this pay per view. And I feel like the pay per view model is dead. And I know a- AEW Revolution just broke every pay-per-view record in wrestling history but with with the the monthly wrestling event now with wwe network i mean like ten dollars a month like i was so i was illegally watching wwe pay-per-views until the wwe network came out because in my head when you're saying hey we have a pay-per-view this month it's 60 or say it's 40 or 50 dollars that's a lot of money and if you look at it from a monthly standpoint Fifty dollars a month is a lot. Sonic Gino used to download pay per views on LimeWire. I <laughs> think <laughs> uh, yeah, I did that for a while as well. But like d- ha- paying that much monthly, especially today's world where we have Netflix, Hulu, Discovery Plus, Paramount Plus. Like I, I accidentally got Peacock last night. I had a free trial, <laughs> so I had a free seven day trial, and I signed up. And you then didn't I didn't cancel in time. I, no, no, no. Even worse. I didn't <laughs> like that I did a seven day trial for the four ninety nine version because oh, it no. had it, it, this was infuriating. I, I'm gonna talk to Vince McMahon about this. Four ninety nine a month, you have to watch commercials, and oh. I I was livid. I was watching the Broken Skull sessions with with Randy Orton and Stone Cold, and they were literally playing commercials, like they had commercial breaks put in for this shit, and. It was even like the, the first commercial break was 30 seconds and it was a State Farm commercial. And I was like, all right, whatever. Then another commercial break with another State Farm commercial and then they added another commercial on it. So now it was a minute. Third commercial break, three commercials. I'm like, fuck this. I want the commercial free version. It's $9.99. Same cost as WWE Network. That's fine. So I pay the $9.99 now, right? Since I upgraded... I lost my seven-day free trial, and they charged me ten bucks. <laughs> so I was like, "Jesus! I just want to watch the Broken Skull sessions." Like, Iaco uh, uh, says, "Was it the Chris Paul State Farm commercial or the Drake one?" It was the Parker one. Three times, three commercial breaks, Parker promo, and a side of ranch. You're the man, man. Like that commercial over and over again, mixed in with a couple Cricket Wireless or whatever. I don't even know Verizon Wireless. Oh my gosh. Like, just over and over again. So I thought, okay, I'll get the, the $10 one for no commercials. So I do that, right? So I'm going to bed, 
And I'm like, oh, you know what? I didn't finish watching ECW The Rise and Fall, which I've watched a million times. But I had watched like an hour of it the other day, and I wanted to just watch it while I fell asleep. It's not on Peacock. So now, not only is WWE Network not a thing in the United States, the entire library that was on WWE Network is not on fucking Peacock. Why would they do this? I don't... It's, I don't get it, bro. They're I, fucking... Because it sounded so good on the surface. So, like, oh, yeah, you're going to get Peacock for 10 bucks a month. It's the same thing plus Peacock. Sonic Geno says everything should be added by summer, they said, I think. So, <laughs> so I don't know. I, like, I, if, it's, if it's on there by summer, great. I mean, that, that, that works for me. Um, but I'm just saying I was really, like, I was like, I gave in. I was fighting it tooth and nail. Like, I don't want to get Peacock. My wife doesn't want to get Peacock. I like WWE Network. I don't know why they even got rid of it. So, so I, are all the pay-per-views on Peacock? They're Going forward, every pay-per-view is going to be on Peacock. But I am curious to how that's going to work in regards to um, – oh, did they take down Pack for the Attack from, from Watch Wrestling? I am curious, though, if – like, they're going to have commercials if you have the $5 a month Peacock. Like, if it's just going to cut off in the middle of a match and go, you're the man, man. Like, I'm worried that that's going to be what happens now. Like, <laughs> did they get rid of – did they fuck wrestling up forever? Like, it's all I can think of is – did anyone watch it on Peacock this time? Like, um, Parts Made in Japan says Peacock is free with Xfinity. Well, fuck all of us because I had to <laughs> sit there and watch Parker promo over and over again. It was it was a rough go. So yeah, I have Peacock now, Zach. Let me know if there's any shows you want to watch. I'll send you I'll I'll send you the link if you want to watch Punky Brewster or whatever that shit's called. <laughs> so I'm trying to bring up uh, back for the attack real quick for Ble- for Vleeties Plus because one thing that really really annoyed me, Sonic Gino, I already told him about it, um, was this one particular moment on the show. And Zach, when a wrestler dies, okay, um. We do this thing in professional wrestling where we have the wrestlers stand on the the ring entrance and they all kind of hang out. Camille. They all kind of hang out and we toll the bell for them ten times, right? Well, when you're doing a ten bell salute, you normally ring the bell ten times, right? <laughs> so I just I would assume so. Just watch and listen to what happened on this pay-per-view. So if you're if you're in Vleeties Plus, I have it up on the screen. This this sums up this entire show. People have lost loved ones, and we are no different. In the last few weeks alone, we've lost three. And Rod oh. Reed, Jim Crockett Jr., and our own Josephus, Joseph Hudson. At this- and, and this show did have a great tribute to all those. Josephus. Jos- Damn, I haven't heard that name in a long time. So this so Josephus uh he did pass recently and th- it was like they did a really nice job the entire show kind of paying homage to him. You know, he was he was one of the main wrestlers on this show. He was the question mark, he was Josephus and he he's going to, you know, a lot of these wrestlers really really liked him and even Aaron Stevens was getting a title shot because of Josephus. So this is a great moment we're about to pay more honor to them. This time to honor the memory of those we've lost. Please join us in a 10-bell salute. Here we go. 10 bells. <laughs> no. So here's the problem I already. I counted too. I'm pausing it. Here's the problem. The person ringing the bell already is going way too fast. 
Like, I'll bring up another <laughs> 10 bell salute from anything else. And it's obvious you do like a ding, ding. Like, you want people to have that moment of silence. It should take 30 seconds. But for some reason, this guy goes ding, ding. And then somebody runs <laughs> over and goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, pay attention. Let me see if you can hear it. <laughs> Did you hear her yelling in his ear? Ten. Keep yeah, going. I heard Ten. <laughs> Now, the voice also, I think, tells the person, that's 10. But it wasn't. (laughs) Oh, my God. This is the weirdest show. And people are looking around like, what? Like, this guy's wearing a mask. Like, they're really butchering this fucking 10-bell salute. And I'm watching this live. Clearly, the cameraman is waiting for two more bells. We're all watching this like, oh, no. Did they they literally just fuck up a (laughs) 10-bell salute? Look, Bro. I, like they're still waiting <laughs> and then they play Aaron, Aaron Stevens music which is hallelujah hallelujah it just was the fucking funniest most awkward wrestling moment in history what are we doing dude this is bad I the only thing I could think that would rival this was something I experienced in person it was god I don't even remember how old I was it was in youth football and one of our teammates' dads died. He was a referee, so, like, everybody knew him. Yeah. And at his funeral, they did the thing where they put the casket on the fucking straps and they lower it down slowly. The shit just broke. No. Dust flew up out of the hole. And I was like, probably, I don't know, like 10 or like an early teenager. And everybody's standing there like, just like this, silent. Like, oh, sure. Like, uh, holy like, shit. Like, what do you do? Do you clap? You just drop the guy fucking eight feet in the ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so no. Did anyone like, yeah, what do you do there? Like, I mean, don't look down because it's probably all fucked up. Did somebody just do a, well, <laughs> like just wipe their hands like. I guess uh, I guess we're good. <laughs> and then Ricardio says, what a tribute. He should be so lucky. None of us will even get one bell. I want to watch it one more time because even when I watched it, the, my first watch through, I was just like, no, don't, don't tell me. I'm not going to pause it. Let's just all live this moment together, everybody. People have lost loved ones, and we are no different. In the last few weeks alone, we've lost three. And Rod Reed, Jim Crockett Jr., and our own Josephus. Joseph Hudson. At this time, to honor the memory of those we've lost, here we go. Join us in a ten bell salute. Ten bells, baby. Hit it ten times. Macho Punk hit us with a boom, bro. The eight bell salute was absolutely sad. And, and this this night was accompanied by several audio issues. Like it really did feel like, hey, we're doing a pay-per-view. And they just didn't they didn't know what that meant. They just kind of were like, oh, we'll figure it out when we get there. Like this show was was good. Um I, I enjoyed a lot of the matches, but when you're when you're presenting a program like this. 
I feel like you got to like really go all out and make sure you're putting on the best presentation. Because for those who remember when we watched the first episode of United Wrestling Network, um, they, they had audio issues too. The mouth was way off from the person. <laughs> yeah. Like everybody was like, "Oh no, this is like this is the shit. Like this is what this is what is happening now in wrestling. Like we have to watch this guy just like." talk and is like it was almost you had to close your eyes to watch the show like it was a terrible show <laughs> so I, i'm just i'm befuddled it, it really was shocking that this pay-per-view that they expected people to pay for was just was was this um, it was just at a time in my life where let me take you to the beginning i have absolutely back to the attack Joe Galli is talking right now, okay? The announcer is trying to talk like, welcome everyone to Back for the Attack, and you can't fucking hear him. Oh, and they cut back? Here we go. Oh, that was me. Oh. What's it? It's like a game show. Song. So for those, if you I hear him trying to talk. You've never watched this. This is NWA Power. Their whole gimmick is they're trying to bring back like 80s studio wrestling like jim crockett promotions like rick flair old school standing there with tony Schiavone, cutting a promo in front of a set like this the show is unique and different and good like it's it's kind of nice to watch this because like i say about mlw the best part about mlw is there's no in-ring promos like i love that because when you watch raw and smackdown the show normally starts with somebody comes to the ring you know i'm here tonight as the future WWE chat, like it's always like even though Raw opened with a match this week, it's typical to start the show with we need to have the main character come out here and start some shit, and the whole show will be based around this opening promo. And SmackDown does it, Impact tries to do it. I like that MLW doesn't do that. This show kind of does it, but at least they do it at this podium with this guy. So I I they, it, I like this a lot. This presentation is unique, and that makes it different and better than just trying to be WWE. Because if you don't have a Thunderdome right now, don't try to be WWE. <laughs> Joe Galley's still talking. I'm Joe Galley, joined at commentary by former NWA World's Heavyweight Champion, there you Tim go. Tim, how you feeling? Man, Joe, so, I mean, I mean, it took till after he introduced himself, all that shit, and they finally were like, hey, he's really low, you guys. And they turned it up. Like, I'm so excited. Back for the attack is going to be fantastic. Oh, nobody, because they don't have enough people. They already had a three. three you, you didn't hear? Three of their people died. Like, th this company is really <laughs> oh, falling apart. Like, it really is sad because I want this company to succeed to the point where I was sitting here. Like, I'm going to sign up for uh, for power for $4.99 to get it. But here's the problem, Zach. This is my problem with trying to get an NWA power. I have... Uh, Hulu. So I have Raw and SmackDown. That's twenty bucks a month. That comes with Disney Plus and ESPN Plus, and I don't have commercials. It's fantastic. Um, I also have. I use the TNT app uh, to be able to watch Dynamite. I don't need to pay extra for that. Impact is on Twitch. It's also on their own app for free. I don't need to pay for that. So this is an MLW is free on YouTube. I don't have to pay for that. So this is. Honestly, my fifth ranked favorite wrestling promotion. Um, <laughs> sixth, if you account watching Lucha Underground for free on Tubi. How am I supposed to pay for this? I can't justify paying for this right now. Like, it's just, 
it's irresponsible for me and i think it's silly for them to even say like no our product is worth five dollars a month like you're gonna get four hours of wrestling for five dollars a month and it might be good that's rough yeah i that's one thing that bugs me so i mean it's why i have a fucking four hundred dollar microphone and when i only stream with you twice a week like (laughs) If you're going to fucking do something, do it right. If you're having a fucking pay-per-view, make sure the audio is good. Make sure you're not on a fucking tape delay. Yeah. Make sure I can hear you fucking talking. Otherwise, don't charge me money. There was a plethora, dude. It really was an interesting night. Let me see if I can... Amateur hour around here. Let me see if I can find you the women's match with Taryn Terrell. Because for those who don't know, Taryn Terrell, uh, she used to be... Oh, no. Even better. I forgot. Okay. (laughs) May Valentine. May Valentine is a useless backstage character. I don't remember why she was on the show at all. This she's the new backstage reporter, and it's I my mean, favorite. Like you were saying, Tim, he just made that argument like right there with that statement victory here. It's my favorite part of the all show. All of these guys are on steroids. Those guys probably were. This guy's cool. I like this guy, Jordan Clearwater. The National Wrestling Alliance. They want to be a part of this. This match, by the way, I guess I can do it real quick. This was the opening match. Was a fatal four way, Zach. It was Jax Dane. And Crimson, who I guess are a tag team. I didn't even know that. I like Crimson, and I like Jack Stane. This guy's Jordan Clearwater. He's from Dallas. And the other guy, Slice Boogie, was wearing, like, Mets attire. That guy won. Slice Boogie. There was this match with all these great superstars, and they went with Slice Boogie. That was the guy who won. (laughs) Not Crimson, not Jack Stane. Their tag team name is the War Dogs. Not one of them. Not Jordan Clearwater from Dallas. Slice Boogie. That's the guy who won. Slice boogie, But the bro. best part of wrestling is about to happen right now. Especially now that we're being able to come back in the way that we have. We know that it's been a long year. We know that you fans have been. And I like Joe Galley, by the way. I like this team of Joe Galley and Tim Storm. Tim Storm is an older. He, he, he was the main character, really, on the first season and the second season of NWA Power. And he's a former t- uh, NWA world champion. So he did a really good job on the show. I think he's from Texas. But. Uh, okay. I like these guys as a duo, and they, they fit like perfectly in this old-school kind of setting. So, here we May go. Valentine, who's backstage now. May Valentine is backstage, everybody. Now, <laughs> Zach, <laughs> they throw to May Valentine, and she doesn't know like that she's immediately on television, okay? Is this like a Tiffany Haddish situation? A, a lot, a lot like that. <laughs> it's like they knew they were going to throw to her, but she wasn't necessarily ready for it. And I have to wonder how much she rehearsed this. Backstage now. All right, so they throw to her. It's on her now. Look at her face. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. This is Mae Valentine, and I'm thrilled to be back with the oh NWA. Now as your reporter, this is our... F- this is, like, how big are the fucking cue cards in front of her? Like, how... Dude. What are, how is this happening in my life? She 1,000% reminds me of... Let me... Trying to think of the actress. Um, fuck. ScarJo. No. Cause, cause she's. I don't know. I don't know her by name. If you saw her, you'd recognize her. Cause if if you they throw Wendy McLendon Covey. I don't know who that is. What's she from? Wendy. You do for sure. Uh, she's always like a side uh, side character in random Wendy shit. Wendy Clovey. She's the blonde chick from Reno 911. Reno nine one one. I've never. She's in watched. the Goldberg. Oh, I She's do know this. Blended. Lady. Yeah, you're naming a bunch of things I have not seen. By the way, <laughs> I like that. She's Goosebumps in the, too. She's in the. 
<laughs> She's in Bridesmaids. You could have said that. I would have known that one. Um, Big City Greens. I, I know that show. Yeah, I've seen her, but I don't know what I've seen her in. It must have been, out of all these things, the only thing I've seen so far is uh, Bridesmaids. Not a big Reno 911 fan? I've watched a few episodes. I, I, I don't know who anyone is on that. You got to watch it. I heard it's good. I watched a couple funny clips. Like they used to have funny clips on, like that would just come up on your feed. But <laughs> uh, yeah, there's nothing I've seen her in Waffle Hut. I think I've seen that. That's a TV movie. Um, Fully Loaded, Bridesmaids. I saw Bridesmaids for sure. So it must have been before Bridesmaids that I would have seen her in something. She was on The Office. She's Concierge Marie. You should have said that. I know who Concierge <laughs> Marie is. Okay, that's who I know. Okay. <laughs> but that's funny because this chick right here, she's all yatted up. She's got tattoos all over her arm. She's not that attractive, right? They present her like she's like the hottest chick. And no. she's without not. makeup, she's blown out. Oh. First pay-per-view. But just listen to her read the cue cards. Back, and we are back for the attack, baby, with a stacked <laughs> card full of stars and big titles on the line. As my first guest, I'd love to have my best friend forever, Sal Renaro. Hey! Sal! I'm so glad to see you. I'm so oh glad to God. see you. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great, and I'm doing really, really... $20 for this event, everybody. <laughs> like, that, that's, still, that's what drives me nuts about this, was like... like here, here's how I broke it down. It's $10 <laughs> an hour for your entertainment. So if you have a $10 an hour job, this is one hour of your work. Are you okay with spending the money for that? Like, she, <laughs> it, it, she, she was the best thing on this show. Like, just be, by being the worst. Like, there was. <laughs> this isn't the only part where she's at. Like, your screen. There's a few moments of her in this show, and it's, it was terrible every time. Like, okay, here's Terrence Terrell. So this is another time where the audio issues. Oh, this is more. We just watched this whole segment because it's even got, it's got Mae Valentine in it. This is perfect. 16 years old, I was fighting grown men in their 30s. This is a good promo, by the way, by Damien Sandow. When I was given crap, I didn't quit, and I made gold out of it. Talk, and tonight, talking shit. I'm going to make gold. gold. See, all of these people that are talking shit about WWE. Division action, a number one contendership match with Thunder Rosa taking on Camille. And look at this. We've got a very special guest. Terrence Terrell's in the building now. Geezy, it's 2021. In 2012, this Terrence Terrell, I mean, this lady on the screen is still very pretty. This was like, oh, she was roll tied. I mean, 2020 <laughs> or 2012 Terrence Terrell was a babe. She was, she was the knockouts referee in TNA and she would wear this like, this like cut up top and like short shorts. Oh my goodness. She was incredible. And she's here for NWA. She's going to be a wrestler here, I guess. Because she does also wrestle, but listen to her microphone. Guess with us, Taryn Terrell has joined us. Welcome. What brings you to the commentary booth? Well, thank you so much. I'm so excited <laughs> to be here. Mostly want to know what Camille and Thunder Rosa are up to. You know, I've done a lot of different things in my wrestling career, so, but one thing I've never had is the NWA World Women's Championship. So I think it's about time to see what it's about. She is terrible on commentary. I don't know why they brought her here for this. Like, how do we introduce that we have Taryn Terrell? Put her on commentary. Because every time they asked her, like, what she needs to do to prepare for Camille or Thunder Rosa, it was all, you know, I need to hit the gym some more. I think I need to keep working out. Like, that's what I need to do is just wor worry about fitness. I mean, I could beat them now. 
but I need to worry about my fitness. Like that was her big thing was like she needed to get more fit uh, before she got in the ring, even though she looks pretty damn good, but she would be going up against uh, Camille Brickhouse. So for those, for those who maybe one day can find a way to watch this, I would not recommend buying it for 20 bucks. Like it, it, th- this was a, this, this show had good matches on it. It also had a lot of issues, but it also had matches that weren't pay-per-view matches. If that makes sense. Like, there was a match with Tyrus and another big guy, and it just wasn't a pay-per-view. Like, does that make sense? Like, if you're watching WrestleMania and the opening match is, you know, uh, Drew Gulak versus The Miz, like, you, you kind of are like, wait, why is this WrestleMania? You know, like, what, what, what? You need some story or you need some build to it. These guys haven't had a television show in months or in a year, so there's no build-up for any of these matches, really. So you're you're literally watching an episode of, of Raw with no storyline, no build. You're watching an episode of Heat, and they're trying to charge you $20 for it, Zach. Well, also the guy in the background right there, he's got a – it looks like a fucking YouTube video. Yeah. You don't even have a guy with a professional camera. Or, I mean, sure, it's probably a $4,000 camera, but it's not like the big-ass camera you see right there. Yeah, like they have two really good cameras, and then they also have, like, the one, like, backup guy. Like, he's just kind of walking around. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's it, it. It was odd. The show, I'll run down the show, like because that's I, a great shot of the ref's ass too. <laughs> I did take notes on this on this program, um, because I you know I wanted to watch it. I was excited to watch it. Slice Boogie got the upset. He beats three guys that were far better than him, but it was a fun opener. That was my first note. Was like, I was excited for this show. The audio issue in the beginning, I was like, whatever, it's fine. It, you know, I don't. I, it's not WWE. They're not wrestling in the Thunderdome. I'm. It's okay if they have a couple mistakes. Um, but that match was okay. And then the, the second bullet point I had was the Tyrus match was good, but it wasn't a pay-per-view worthy match. Like, why would I spend $20? And that's a portion of what I'm paying for. Like, that match was like an AEW dark match. Like, it really felt like <laughs> it, it, it was a good, it was a fine match. It wasn't like a terrible match. But was it a, was it worth paying money to see it? Not at all. Um Mae Valentine might have been the best thing on the show because she's so shitty. I wrote that note. That's one of my favorites because <laughs> she was just reading cue cards, baby. She had no clue what was about to happen on, on this show. Um, Tom Latimer and the Pope was outstanding. Uh, I, you don't know either one of those guys, right, Zach? Tom Latimer? Right? I don't know a fucking person involved with this other than you. Dude, Pope was awesome. Pope is pimping. Here's the problem. Pope's, Look at that fucking belt. Pope's Jeez. on the screen right now. Why is he wearing this? Can we spend ten dollars more? On Why is thing? he wearing this shirt? Now here's what I don't like. Pope, he might have a little bit of a pudge that he didn't have a year ago. It's it's quarantine, but what annoys the fuck out of me is, you know that he bought yellow Under Armour shirt on Amazon and it showed up, <laughs> and he goes, "Oh shit, it's not it's the, the same. It's not the same yellow as my trunks." <laughs> Like, can you just get black? Why? Why are you getting yellow? T- oh my gosh! Different different tones of black we can get by. The two different yellows look so shitty and low budget. Like it was. We were just looking to hate this thing. Maybe I was because, well, because Pope is so sexy. Why is he wearing this? He should just rip that thing off and be himself. Aaron Stevens wrestled with a beer belly. Why couldn't Pope? Like, well, and even his glove is a third shade of yellow. Yeah. Oh, so much yellow on this guy. <laughs> This match was great. The team it's like, it's like a Halloween costume. Someone's oh. like, oh, fuck, I need something. I'm dressing like the Pope every Halloween. Um, <laughs> so th- this was a fun match. They they added, so for those who know NWA Power, 
The television championship matches are six minutes and five seconds because the show starts at 6.05 on Tuesdays. So that, that was a fun little like, oh, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll have a TV title that, you know, the matches will be fast-paced and we'll set it up for six minutes, five seconds. This match was 10 minutes, five seconds, and it was awesome. It was a really good match. I liked that they added four minutes to it to make it feel like a pay-per-view match. And it didn't have an, it, you know, it ended in a draw, which is fine because it felt like it, it feels like there's more to this. We're, we're going to do more with this, this feud anyway. So, yeah, don't have any either of the guys win because Tom Latimer is a badass. Tom Latimer took this match seriously. You could tell the guys who took this very seriously and the guys who found out they were going to have a pay-per-view match three weeks ago when the pay-per-view was announced. Like, Pope was probably just kind of at home, and they were like, Pope, we're back, baby. We need you in Atlanta. And he was like, oh, shit. Okay, let me go on Amazon. <laughs> let me go on Amazon and order that yellow top that I need. Um, what other notes I got? Camille and Thunder Rosa was outstanding. Uh, however, I don't like Camille's new jaw-jacking gimmick where she's constantly talking because she spent, like, most of NWA power not talking. Like, that was her gimmick was she didn't talk. Jo okay. jo Joe Galley would always try and get her to say words, and she wouldn't talk. She just would like beat up, beat up men. <laughs> so, but in this match, she's like constantly like, "Where's your MMA, Rosa? Where's your MMA? Bring on your MMA!" Like she was talking like the whole match. So for like her gimmick to go from not talking at all to talking a lot of shit, it just felt a little out of place or out of character <laughs> for her. And you're right, maybe I am looking for things to hate. But it was like these were just things that I couldn't help but notice on this $20 pay-per-view. And maybe that's what it was. If this was a free show on YouTube, none of this stuff would have stood out to me. But the fact that it's $20, we're back. This is going to be a huge show. The National Wrestling Alliance, more than 72 years of history. Like all these things go into this. And uh, <laughs> Trevor Murdoch beat Chris Adonis, which I thought was like, Chris Adonis, by the way, used to be Chris Masters in the WWE, and he was wearing his Chris Masters trunk, Zach. See, now I am really nitpicking, aren't I? Like, yeah. His Chris Masters trunks, his name is no longer Chris Masters, but his trunks had an M. <laughs> there was a big M <laughs> in the middle of his ass because he's he used to be the masterpiece, so he had a big M. And, I, like, that's fine when you're the masterpiece. However, you're not the masterpiece anymore, Chris. Yeah, there's a big M right here with big arms flexing, and he looked great. Like this match was good too, but uh, Chris Adonis, what are we doing? Wasting your career away again. This guy looks like he should. He looks like, like how is this guy not in WWE still? Like what happened? What did this guy do to make him wrestle and to wrestle here? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't mean to belittle <laughs> NWA, but it's clearly the hey WWE had nothing for me. AEW had nothing for me. For some reason, Impact has nothing for me. I guess I'll be here. Dude, what is up with his chest? Does he have fucking chest implants? Masters? No, it's just his chest, all right? He's just a yoked <laughs> motherfucker. He used to do the peck popping dance. So I wonder if that maybe these are the residual effects of like he all he There those are fake. There's something in there. <laughs> in Trevor Murdoch, you mean? They they shouldn't be that big at the bottom. Unfortunately for him, they are, my friend. Man. Uh, I also wrote the uh, the eight bell salute was. Uh, I wouldn't hire this guy if I was Vince. The eight, the well now he's what forty. He's almost forty now. We missed his glory <laughs> years. The eight bell salute right before the main event was really annoying. Um, I wrote that note in here because it just felt like what a clusterfuck of a show run by Billy Corgan, who's a rock star, by the way. 
the Smashing Pumpkins lead frontman uh, is responsible for the NWA, and like this is what we got. Like it felt like he didn't take this seriously enough, and I know he's taking it very seriously, <laughs> but for some reason he didn't. Uh, Aaron Stevens and Nick Aldis was a really good match. It's Aaron Stevens looked out of shape, not as out of shape as Trevor Murdoch, but at least that's Trevor Murdoch's gimmick. Like if I jump forward to Aaron Stevens, like he just. Um, I mean, he actually looks okay in some of these shots, but he's got the belly, and uh, when he first came out, it was really noticeable, like, oh, man, Aaron Stevens is not in good shape right now. And again, this could be from, hey, I'm not wrestling right now, I'm just hanging out at home, and then they announce a pay-per-view, like, you know, three weeks ago, and it's like, we're back, and everyone's probably like, oh, shit, like, I got to get in shape. Like, it really is, like, people showing up for spring training baseball, and like, yeah, I'll get in shape in April. It's like, you know, the season starts in April. <laughs> yeah, yeah. By July, though, I'll be, I'll be, I'll we'll be figure mad. It out. I'll be mad fit. Don't worry about that. Um, good match, good tribute to end the show. Not worth twenty dollars of your fucking time. Like this was, it really was <laughs> not worth that much money, Zach. I can't say that enough. Like, just from what you've seen, I mean, you see how low budget and shitty it looks. How are they charging twenty dollars and thinking like people are going to be okay with this? I WWE ruined it all. I mean, if they yeah. you ten dollars a month, you get everything they do with the fucking Thunderdome. How do you charge a dollar to watch this? Yeah, ex- exactly. How do you charge? <laughs> if you charge ten dollars and you said you're gonna get this, you're gonna get every television show we do. Even that five dollar, if that five dollar NWA Power subscription came with this event, I might have gotten it. I would be like, okay, that's fine, that makes sense. But the fact that this is an independent twenty dollar main event is bullshit. And it ended with a roll-up, which Sonic Gino was, like, really excited to tell me, like, how does this matter? It ends with a roll-up as well. This <laughs> roll-up made more sense because it wasn't Moose and Rich Swan who were doing all these high spots and shit. Like, this, these guys had a really good technical match. And it ended, we just kind of, it just kind of had to end with Aaron Stevens going for a roll-up and then all this kind of countered the roll-up with another roll-up of his own. And it didn't make either man look bad. It didn't make either man look good. It just is what it was. So, um, I oh, give this is terrible. Yeah, look how slow motion they're moving around. <laughs> and again, Aaron Stevens is not in good shape. He's he's a little fat in this, and I mean a fat shame. I'm fat as well, Aaron Stevens. We'll work on this together. <laughs> but we don't need to watch any more of this. This this event happened. Um, if I was, this is the shit Gino watches. I watch it too. We can't just say Gino anymore. I love this shit. Like I love NWA. I was really, really pumped up for this show, and unfortunately, I got, I got it. I got what I asked for. So, and I wonder if I'm on, I'm on the forbidden, the forbidden door right now. I wonder if, um, I wonder if NWA is going to be on this website because that's the thing. Is like NWA Power. They're going to start chart. You know, they're charging you for it. They want you to to pay for it on fight. So I wonder, I wonder how that's going to go. I know they had a show tonight. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll look into four ninety nine. I can write it off. Cause I get income from Twitch. <laughs> I can write it off, but either way, Zach, that is what it was. We, I watched it. Now you did not watch, um, <laughs> Gino has to clarify. I watch NXT and impact, not NWA. <laughs> Cause obviously impact leaps and bounds way better than what we just watched. Um, Fastlane happened. I wanted to do my coverage on Fastlane, but I got a lot of predictions due for tomorrow night. But Fastlane's going to get expired. I will just say the Fastlane show was good. 
it was it had a little bit of NWA problems as far as why was Braun Strowman beating somebody in like a minute on the card. Um, this pay per view's been announced for weeks, and I kept saying we got to book it, we got to book it, and I felt like we waited for the last minute to finally book it. <laughs> like it just kind of felt like they threw matches on the card. Like they had the Daniel Bryan and Roman match booked, but everything else was kind of like we'll figure it out. Like Lashley didn't even have a match. Like they didn't even put the WWE champ on there. So whenever a pay per view doesn't have the champ on it, it's a little odd. Like you, like, you want me to pay twenty bucks for this on fight? Because I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna. Yeah, I don't. Dude, I gotta get caught back up. I would say Raw, like ninety minute Raw on Hulu is probably the way to go. I watched. I didn't finish three hour Raw yet. I got. I, I'm at the part where Alexa Bliss is playing a video about how the Fiend's back. So. <laughs> I can't wait. He looks terrible. You don't like the burnt fiend? <laughs> no. He looked he terrible so before. Dumb. It was dumb before. That's what I that's what <laughs> I love about the fiend. Is everybody's like, oh, what are they doing? They ruined it. It was already <laughs> terrible. Why are people suddenly like, oh no, the, the scary clown is burnt? How stupid is that? It's already stupid. What, are we are we serious? <laughs> You're the only person I know that hates the Fiend. Oh god. I don't know many wrestling people, but he is you he is hate him. terrible. And I love <laughs> that I'm even listening to old Vladies, like I listen to old TWFS like from twenty fourteen and I'm shitting on Bray Wyatt then. Like I'm constantly shitting <laughs> on this guy. He's never won me over. I don't know what it is. Like I just don't take him seriously. When he was the when he was slow talking Eater of Worlds Bray Wyatt. I didn't like him because I kept saying he has the easiest gimmick in the company. Like, why are you all so impressed? And <laughs> now here we are. And now here we are months removed and or years removed. And we're like, oh, the fiend is great. No, he's not. He's abyss. He's all the other things that people <laughs> say they hate. So it's like, why? Like, there's nothing unique about him that we haven't seen before. And he's like, his matches suck. He a Hell in the Cell match ended in disqualification because of the Fiend. So, yeah, this guy's terrible. I've never got it. And, I, and my favorite part of wrestling is, like, when he wasn't around these past, like, few months. Wrestling's been awesome. Like, it, <laughs> it, it's – it's Raw has been great. Like, with the, the implication that the Fiend is coming back was better than the Fiend coming back. <laughs> so, now that the Fiend is back, unfortunately, the Fiend's back. And Ricardo in the chat, Fiend sucks. And it, it's like that moment when you you text your customer on DoorDash and you think, <laughs> like, oh, this is going to go well. And then it doesn't. Yeah, I'm really excited for this. I'm really, really excited <laughs> for this DoorDash that I'm about to get. But The Fiend is back. I haven't finished Raw, so I'll finish Raw. Fastlane was good. I just thought some of the matches were like, why is this on the pay-per-view? Uh, the Bianca Belair and Sasha feud that they have going is pretty sweet. I like that. Um but everything else, it just kind of felt like this pay-per-view. I mean, like, you look at some of these cards, like you look at uh, Royal Rumble, and I'll even say you look at Elimination Chamber. I think there's a lot of superstars on there. It felt like Fastlane, they kind of only had like eight guys on the card. Like, they didn't really have like a fully booked show, like if that makes any sense. Like, they're, they're, it, it yeah. just seemed like they were kind of like, hey, this isn't a real pay-per-view. We're just kind of testing out. If the stream is going to work on Peacock. So we're just going to go ahead and do that. <laughs> and uh, the Retribution broke up on the pre-show, by the way. Um, nice. Yeah, so th th that didn't even make it to the main show. Uh, 
Big E and Apollo Crews had a botched finish that looked shitty. Uh, and it was like, it was a SmackDown finish. It was like that finish should have been on SmackDown to set up their WrestleMania match. Because it was like one <laughs> of those. they botch it? It was one of those, like, both of our shoulders are on the mat. But oh. clearly, like, they, they didn't do it right. And they just kind of, the referee, like, immediately held Biggie's hand to kind of show, like, hey, we fucked up. But immediately following the match, Apollo starts beating up Big E, even though it looked like Big E was the one that got pinned. So <laughs> it was like, <laughs> so it was like, oh, well, it looks like Apollo knows that he lost. Because even the, even the announcers were like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> so it was really, really confusing. Um, How pissed off does Vince get? I, you know, I think he doesn't get as mad as we think during the moments like that. Like, I think he gets more mad at stuff. Like, that was a strange finish and it didn't work out. Oh, that looked like shit, pal. That's probably all they. <laughs> that's probably all he does there. But I bet in other moments, like you hear some of the other moments, he gets mad at. And I can only imagine like those are the ones where tell him to face the camera, damn it. <laughs> you know, like those moments are probably way worse. Like stuff that they stuff that they specifically train you on and work you work with you through. Like that's yeah. that's the stuff that I feel like he gets really mad at. Like if you're not <laughs> like if you're not doing a move facing the camera, like Undertaker tombstones are the best example. Like if you ever want to wrestle in the WWE, just find that fucking camera and make sure all your moves look good on television. It was like <laughs> it was like when the Beatles came to America. All the Beatles just playing their song on the Ed Sullivan show. But Paul McCartney was the only one looking right into the camera, saying, "Hey, I'm the cute one. Look at me. I'm Paul McCartney. Remember me. I'm the hot one." Like he was, he was playing to the camera. Undertaker always did his tombstone right facing the fucking camera, and that's what Vince really freaks out about. I feel is like if you're doing shit like that when you're not focusing on the camera, um, if you're it's doing entertainment, damn. now if you're doing leg slaps, he's really mad. <laughs> Not that gimmick, right, there, bullshit. There's not a thing anymore. He's pissed off about it. You're him. not allowed to like slap. You better not. Which I, which Drew does the like slap during the Claymore. So I wonder, like, when that. Re- I like. I, it feels like he would still be allowed to do it, but apparently, apparently, uh, no done tithes with him. So we're gonna cover Raw, NXT, and Impact on Thursday. Uh, before we ride off into that glorious sunset, I have three wrestling cards for tomorrow zach because wednesday's the night man wednesday's got <laughs> aew dynamite mlw fusion and nxt tv all three happen within three hours it's a very jam-packed uh three hours of my life i only watch one of the shows live and then i try and watch nxt at some point i normally watch mlw before nxt so if i'm ranking my favorite wrestling companies or wrestling shows uh, fusion is above nxt right now in my life so, uh, <laughs> and that's really low budget, but I love it. It's, it's, it feels like I'm watching like, like an indie bed. Like I really enjoy it. Darby Allen versus John Silver for the TNT championship. Zach, do you know either one of these guys? Oh, for sure, bro. Darby Allen is going to keep his belt. No reason for him to lose it. I like John Silver. It'd be fun if he won it. Like maybe they'll play up the Brody Lee stuff and because Brody Lee died, obviously. So, yeah. um, I, I would like to see John Silver win it, but this company likes Darby Allen for some reason. He's the TNT champion. He's defended about three times in like nine months. So, yeah, he's he's kind of useless. Um, AEW champion Kenny Omega versus Matt Seidel. If Kenny wins, I guess Matt uh, can't get – like he can't have a title match ever or something. And you love Kenny, right? I love Kenny Omega, yeah. And 
Right here on Dynamite. No, nine Nitro tonight on Dynamite. Uh, <laughs> that was that was an awesome promo by Tony Khan. Kenny Omega is going to beat Matt Sydal. No reason for Evan Bourne to win a match against the champion. Um. Oh, my favorite kind of match is six man tags. Sean Spears and uh, Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler, uh, MJF's new stable. They're facing my favorite tag team, the Varsity the Varsity Blondes, Brian Pillman Jr. and Griff Garrison. And Dante Martin, who I think Dante Martin is part of top flight, right? Either way, they're all losing. They're jobbers. <laughs> clearly, there's the jobber team, and clearly there's a, an established six-man team. So the established team is going to win. Nyla Rose versus Ty Conti. Keezy, what's your thoughts on Nyla Rose? Transgender wrestler, highest-paid female in the company. Is she wrestling a man? She's wrestling a lady named Ty Conti, who's a uh, very a very sexy Brazilian. I mean, if she wrestled dudes, then I, I'd be interested, but... Um, I don't know. I don't like men holding all the women's records. So. That's true. Well, and pl- well, and having being the highest paid female in the company, that's a little weird, isn't it? Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I hope Ty Conti wins. Or one of the lowest paid males. You could look that, at it that way. Well, she's still higher paid than a lot of the guys. She's making more money than Griff Garrison. That's for sure. Um, Nyla Rose is gonna win. She just wins matches. I don't know why this is advertised. I don't know why. I think this match is happening on Dark right now. I think Dark is still on, and that's this match right here. Um, the Young Bucks and Brandon Cutler are taking on the Lucha Bros and Laredo Kid. Brandon Cutler only exists to take the pinfall. So <laughs> the Lucha Bros are getting <laughs> a win, my friend. I'm glad the Lucha Bros are back together. What does this mean for Pac, though? Pac and and uh, and Phoenix. I thought they were getting a tag match soon. but that's I th- thought they were, too, man. That's know. Dynamite, my friend. That's AEW Dynamite. Um, MLW Fusion's act. You, I, have you watched? Have you even seen what MLW Fusion looks like? I don't even know what it is. Oh my gosh, it's the best. <laughs> it, it might be the best wrestling show on the internet. Like it really is. Like it's free, by the way. It's free on YouTube. If they had a twenty dollar pay per view, I'd probably buy it. Like I like MLW <laughs> way more. They got the Von Erics. Um, for those who don't know, the Von Erics, by the way, um, from Texas, uh, like world class championship wrestling, like was built by these fucking guys. This show, Zach, is free on YouTube, MLW Fusion. It is the best. Like, Do you get what you pay for? Yes. It's free. No, it's no, they, they should charge $4.99 <laughs> for the show. Like, I think it's okay. I think it's that good. It's in a rinky dink smoky little like it just looks terrible. Like where look where they wrestle. It looks so shitty. As active as possible. Now that he's back. Looking to take on all comers here. It just—it looks like a weird, like underground Vegas Fight Club, and I love it. It's just—it's <laughs> so—it's—it's it's so low budget, but they do—they know they're low budget, so they don't try and do exploding rings like AEW. Like this, I, I love the feel and look uh, whenever I'm watching uh, Fusion. So um, you don't need to watch that one though. WWE is where it's at. Okay, that's the one okay. that everyone needs to watch. Um, okay. But. The Texas dude is wrestling tomorrow night. It's going to be ACH from Houston versus Ross and Marshall Von Eric from Dallas. And they're taking on Tom Lawler, Dominic Carini, and Kevin Koo. I forget their name. Violence is Forever. I think that's their team name. In a chain ropes match, which I hate. Wow. I hate anything where they change the ropes. But um, I think the bad guys win, unfortunately. I'm all about Team Texas, but uh, – there's a big pay-per-view coming up for free. It's not even a pay-per-view. Um, Never Say Never is coming up next week, and I think there's going to be a bigger match there 
for all of these guys. Maybe a one-on-one with Lawler and ACH, and then uh, the Von Erics can get violences forever in a in a <laughs> in a tag match. See, I'm good at this. I know all these things. Mil Muertes versus Gringo Loco. Gringo Loco is like if cancel culture knew he even existed, they would get rid of him. He's, oh shit! He's a white guy who's a luchador, um, but he's losing. <laughs> Mil Muertes is a badass. <laughs> Hopefully, we get more information about Azteca Underground. And Gino, Gino Medina, uh, who's screwed because Andrade is a free agent now, and Gino Medina is just a really poor man's version of, of Andrade. So Andrade <laughs> is going to beat Zenshi. And Zenshi, uh, we- weirdly enough, is just a poor man's version of Prince Puma. So, yeah, all these guys are sticking <laughs> around. It's great. Uh, NXT, Zach. This is a WWE show, but you don't need to watch this one either. Uh, Shotzi Blackheart, which is the worst name in wrestling history, is teaming up with Ember Moon against Aaliyah and Jesse Kamea of the Robert Stone brand. Now, I love the Robert Stone brand, and I think they would be better tag champs, but they're clearly jobbers. It's clearly. Cool. Clearly. Shotzi and Ember need a big win. I don't know who they're facing at Stand and Deliver or if they'll even be a tag team, a women's tag title match at Stand and Deliver, but it seems like that's the direction we're going in. And then tag a tag match that's set up to build Stand and Deliver, Io Shirai and Zoe Stark. Zoe Stark, by the way, I like. She's kind of like a – she looks like a mom, like but she's a wrestler, like not, not in a body <laughs> way, just like the way she kind of moves around. She looks like somebody's mom. Her and Io Shirai are taking on Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. I would like to think that Raquel and Dakota get a big win, but I think we're going to start to see some of the cracks in their friendship uh, because they lost the tag belts already, clearly. I think Dakota Kai needs to cost Raquel the title. That must be where they're going, maybe. And Zoe Stark, I don't think, has won a match yet, so she'll get her first big win. And for her, it's with she's teaming with the best woman on the brand. So uh, we'll see what happens there. And then uh, I guess... I guess Danny Birch tore his shoulder or something. He got a separated shoulder. So the titles are being vacated, uh, which I love. I love when the titles get vacated from a team that sucks. So, <laughs> yeah, the, the team that I don't like is losing the belts, which I'm okay with. You know, like if it was if it was teams that I cared about, I'd be like, oh, no, you can't strip them of the belts. But luckily for us, Zach, it's a real shitty team. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I mean, who who's your all-time tag team? That's tough. Like I love um, the now when you said that out loud just now, the first name that popped into my head was the Dudley Boys. Like I, re- I really do that's, like. I mean, that's the right answer. Yeah, so. like, I love the Dudley Boys. Sonic Gino in the chat. Danny and Oni are really good. Um, <laughs> Gino's so uh, no, he's so positive. I love it. I wish I had loved wrestling like that. So it's like <laughs> I just watched it and I was like, this is great. But I, I don't, I don't think they're a good team. I think they're a good team, but like. A good jobber team. Does that make sense? Like they can job out. <laughs> they can job out every once in a while. They're good at what they're for. Yeah. Like, yeah. Jobbers. Sonic he even says they're good in the ring. Yeah, they're fine in the ring. Like lots of people are good in the ring, but that doesn't mean they're like, hey, they should be tag champs or they should be at the top of the card. Like I'm shocked that Brizongo never got their titles back. Like that still strikes me as odd that they're not they're not near the tag titles. Or maybe they will be now. Maybe they're gonna get back in back in the title picture. But yeah, I'd, I'd say Dudley Boys are probably my favorite. I really liked thinking of TNA because I've been watching a little bit of that lately. Is uh, the Motor City Machine Guns? I think back in like 2010 were like really underrated, and I wasn't even watching in 2010. But when I when I like that, that's that's the only thing I missed like that I didn't get was like 
the beer money Motor City Machine Gun era of wrestling. Like they had like five. They made like a DVD out of their rivalry. Like that's how many awesome <laughs> tag team matches these guys had. They had, they had enough for a DVD. And then, gosh, other than that, yeah, names off the top of my head are just Dudley Boys seem to be the obvious one. I mean, I I, I like the Hardy Boys too, but. I also, I, it's all three that were in that match. Yeah, Edge and Christian. Christian Edge and Hardy Boys and Dudley Boys. Yeah, Sonic Geno says the Legion of Doom. I don't like – this might shock people. I don't like the Legion of Doom. I don't like the Road Warriors. Can, that, can I be the only person that says that ever? I don't like their finisher, and I don't like that they just wrestled like they don't give a fuck about anybody. and Because <laughs> they're like big, jacked-up, muscular dudes, so – they, you know, they were booked as this dominant tag team, and they were legit tough guys. So if, if you didn't like them, they would beat your ass. And, <laughs> like, I just I, – I didn't like it, you know. And they broke Hank Godwin's neck. Like, they just were, – they, they weren't good workers. Like, you, you see how they were when they were singles wrestlers. They sucked. Like, it, it kind of <laughs> backs Kevin's theory that, like, tag team wrestling is a joke because this was a tag team of two meatheads that really yeah. couldn't get it done as a singles – but they filled a spot on the card. They were they were top guys as a tag team. Like people people paid to see these guys when they were a tag team. But that they, they they were almost disguising each other's weaknesses by being able to stay together. Like does that make sense? Like when you have a team like that, you can, that's the point of a team. You got to work off each other's strengths. Yeah, and hide each other's weaknesses. And I think <laughs> I think they did it perfectly. Whereas Bubba Ray and Devon, I like Bully Ray as a singles competitor. I like each wrestler to the point where. When you look at them as a team, I prefer their in-ring work. I, like, what's your favorite LOD match? Like, I don't have one at all. Like, I, <laughs> I don't know. The Chicago Street Fight with Ahmed Johnson at WrestleMania? Like, no. Like, they don't have a good match that I can go back and watch. Like, the Brain Busters, Arn and Tully when they were in WWE, and they fought <laughs> the Hart Foundation at SummerSlam? That's a great fucking match. Like, those are teams that could go and – they had personality and their their tag team continuity was awesome. Road Warriors were just big jacked up dudes, <laughs> so it was like <laughs> their gimmick was like, yeah, we're, we're we're huge and nobody could take us down, which kind of sucks after a while because that's why they were that's why they love the territory business because oh we're gonna go work this territory and this territory oh are you sick of us we're gonna go a different territory like they would just kind of move around wherever they were popular and unfortunately for them. That was never WWE. <laughs> like they never made it in WWE. They were there a few times, and the, the WWE audience, I think, saw right through it. Where it's like, who gives a fuck? Like, you guys are like <laughs> two. You're two huge dudes who could only do it as a tag team. If you were, if you were good wrestlers, they would have easily been like, okay, you guys gotta, you guys gotta break up. We gotta have you guys. You guys are money makers. You're huge. We love it. Go, go make us some money. They weren't able to do that as singles. They had to stay together. Yeah, and uh, you know they love to break up uh, tag teams. Yeah, exactly. WWE loves that shit. That's that's why they make the tag teams just to break them up. That's the best part, I think, for Vince is like, oh, we're we gonna split these guys up, damn it. We gotta we gotta get rid of them. But Zach, we have done it. We have filled the wrestling quota. Uh, I'm glad you stuck around. I know now you're, we probably fucked your workout. Now there's no chance. Oh no, we can we can still make it. It's just not gonna be a great one. Oh, there you go. So I had a great workout today. I was doing. I had one of those workouts where I just completely ignored that I was supposed to go to work. I just was fucking going for it, and then I was like, "Oh yeah, I gotta leave here in like a minute." So it was an amazing <laughs> workout. I started using a bench block. Do you know what a bench block is? Yeah, for sure, bro. So Put it on your chest. Yeah. So I I tore. I think I tore my labrum like 
back at the beginning of the year, and the pain is gone. And I've been benching kind of frequently, but on last like Thursday, I think something happened, and I just felt a sharp stabbing pain right where right where I thought you know, where my labrum is. And I've torn the right labrum before, so I kind of had a feeling did I tear my fucking labrum again? But um, <laughs> with a bench block, I have no pain. I just have it like three like three inches off my chest. And by not going all the way down, I can I can push 315, 335. I could still move that weight with no pain. Like, it really is just three inches closer to my chest, and all that pain goes into my shoulder. It's weird. Bro, you, you're getting too old. I'm Don't getting old. Time. I'm telling you now. I'm getting old. It really There's does. There's no fucking reason. It's like what you said. It's, it's you know. Deadlifts, worthless. Squats, worth. All of it's worthless. Squats. Worthless. But I love them so much. I love them so much. I can't put them down. I can't put them away. I'm like an do addict. Them. Don't do them heavy. No, go heavy as you can. We talking about don't do heavy. <laughs> no. I'd rather get hurt. Like I love lifting heavy. Like that's the thing is like I'm not. A, I hate cardio. Like I hate running. Um, I don't like. The only thing I like is is because even like bodybuilding or like even like whatever whatever the other training is. Strength training to me is just makes sense. Like there's. It's so easy to and, – and it's short-term goal-oriented, obviously, where it's like cardio and, like, losing weight is, like, long-term goal-oriented. Like, I'm going to lose five pounds by the end of this month. And, like, <laughs> that's, like, really long-term for me, whereas, like, weightlifting or, you know, powerlifting is, like, a minute-by-minute thing. It's like I can li- – you Bro. know, I'm looking at my numbers from last time. I can do more. Just Google German volume training and do that. The 555? Yeah, do fucking high reps. Just just I, do it. I've been doing the pyramid now. I like the pyramid where you like you go warm up sets and then as heavy as you can and then you do like the work sets. Like, okay, <laughs> when I was warming up, I only benched 225 five times. But now that I'm already hit 335, I'm going to try and do 225 10 times. You know, like now you're actually going for your numbers, your reps. I love it, bro. I'm addicted. I'm not putting it down ever. <laughs> But you know what I do need to do? Oh, you'll have to one day. Never. Never. <laughs> Look at Arnold. He's still going. What do you got to say to Arnold? Arnold doesn't fucking lift heavy, bro. Oh, my gosh. Arnold lifts He's never heavy. lifted heavy. He's a bodybuilder. What are he you talking about? He lifts heavy all the time. Do I need to You're show gonna you? You're going to end up like Ronnie Coleman. He lifted heavy. Now he no, can't fucking Ron- walk. Ronald Cole, he was also a bodybuilder, by the way. But Ronnie Coleman also yeah, he did, lifted heavy though. He did leg press, which is the dumbest thing you can do because look at the angle. Look at the <laughs> he also angle. Also squatted nine hundred pounds. Look at the angle of his spine. It's just not. You're not <laughs> supposed to do that. And I don't know why people do that. I do remember watching a video that was like the ten things you don't do at the gym, and they're all Ronnie Coleman. <laughs> well, they were all yeah. They were all like those things. Like you don't do like the ab thing where you're sitting in that chair. You don't do like he listed like a bunch of things and he just kept saying. You're going to be in a range of motion that's this. You're going to be in a range of motion that's this. And it was funny because the first comment was like, this guy's terrified of being caught in a range of motion. Because every <laughs> fucking thing was a range of motion, a range of motion, a range of motion. I really, really enjoyed it. But let's do this, Zach. It's time to wrap up this podcast. They're giving me the go-home cue to wrap up this podcast. They're giving you the eight-bell salute. They're giving me the eight-bell salute here. And they're telling me that it's time to wrap up this podcast and ride off into the sunset. So we about did it. We covered it all. We done did it. We had some ladies plus action. Everyone got to watch a little bit of NWA just to see what they wanted people to pay for, which I almost did it. Let's get spicy. Redeemed to hydrate. Let me get this sip of water. Listen good. 
And I'm just saying, I just can't imagine anyone paid for that and was okay. So, uh, thank you so much for everyone who downloaded and who's listening. But it's been a long night. I gotta get to bed. Geezy's gotta get to bed. And if you're listening to this podcast, you have to wake up or whatever. I don't know. You need to get back to work. This this is the end. So any part- you're Nathan, it's probably I don't know what time is it. If you're Nathan, you didn't even show up tonight. So weekend. Yeah, he's partying. So Geezy, any parting words? Uh, dude, I made it two hours without taking a fire shit. We did it. Fire shit coming up right after this, everybody. Stay tuned. If, we're, if you're on Twitch, let me know who I'm supposed to raid. Have a good night, everybody. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Hi, it's Carl Deichler, CEO of Beachbody, and I'm giving away 10,000 free memberships a week to try our amazing Beachbody fitness and nutrition programs. Pick any program and just follow it step-by-step, like our 21-day fix program or the ab-shredding muscle burns fat program. Plus, there's free support in personalized fitness groups with our community of over 2 million members. Now is the time, so don't wait. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Hurry in during Ram Truck Month, where you'll find J.D. Power's number one brand and new vehicle quality in 2021. And right now, get 0% financing for 72 months on the 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star. For 2021 J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Not compatible with any other offer. 0% APR financing for 72 months equals $13.89 per month per 1000 finance for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital regardless of down payment. Not all buyers will qualify. See dealer for details. Offer ends 5222.